ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary individuals, sex. Let's hear it for sex, right? Hey, let's yeah, get a round yeah, of applause. It's going for sex. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Evan and I totally for it, had it. Yeah, we're sex other, havers. But... Yeah. <laughs> yep, we're sex havers. Um, there wouldn't be anything wrong if we did have it with each other, though. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It would, I feel like there would be something There'd be wrong boundaries crossed on a personal and professional level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it yeah. would change the professional dynamic that we have yeah. established. Yeah, I would, yeah, forever destroy it. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like I would he, forever destroy you. Okay, come on, we don't need to get gross. Uh, so, the so thing is... gross? The, that mental image, yeah. Canceled. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if it weren't for sex, I wouldn't be here. Pretty sure Cameron is not... Um, egg egg hatched from some primordial goop, like I've always assumed. Nope. So I believe that he would uh he wouldn't be here. Um. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you know we uh we decided that for our 69th episode that we'd uh well we want to get physical, so let's yeah. get physical. <laughs> yeah. So we uh we we put out the the clarion call and we asked that. Uh, members of our illustrious listener base reach out to us via email mm-hmm. and send us some of their personal problems, queries, uh, any sort of interesting scenarios that they might have encountered uh, relating mm-hmm. to sex or sexual development or anything to do with that sort of sexual uh, proclivity. <laughs> And so we figured, you know, we've got a nice batch of responses and we would just pick a few of our favorites and, uh, you know, just sort of read those off to you guys and and give our feedback on, on, you know, our thoughts and and how we think we can maybe help some of these people out. Yep. Yeah. We want to help you help yourselves have a more fulfilling uh, sex life. Yeah. Or help your partner or your partners or... Or your partner's partner or... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Yeah. Wh- however, the polycule is uh, <laughs> is uh, you know Layered. turning out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. What uh, strange connections have occurred throughout it? You know. Uh. Uh-huh. Um. So, obviously, that's the meat and potatoes of the episode today. But before yeah. we do that, do you have anything that you wanted to discuss? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would be remiss if we, you know, didn't talk about the midterms at least somewhat. Sure. Um, you know. I, uh, as I usually do, uh, you know, I am still a sicko, uh, that likes to vote in every single possible election I can, even Mm -hmm. if it's to just do something like write in the names of historical figures or my friends for Mm -hmm. political office, which is what I usually do. Um, but this time I voted exactly for one race, which was to get Sheriff Tom Hodgson out of, uh, out from being our sheriff here in uh, Bristol County. Now, do you always vote exclusively for one race? (laughs) <laughs> i'm just curious i think the listeners might want to know if that's your usual methodology uh, yeah uh, d- uh i'm not gonna divulge any more evan, information evan about believes my... a that same-sex uh relations are, are weird and gross and only votes for one race you heard it here folks yep yes i've been outed now as, canceled uh... canceled <laughs> canceled yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, but no. Uh, so it's it's nice to see that guy. You know, it's Tom Hodgson. Um, yeah, I actually interviewed him in high school. He came to my high school. It was for like a media production class, uh, and the dude came off like a total creep line, and he has basically spent the like next, uh, you know, fifteen or so years since it's been uh, since I was in high school, I guess. 
uh, still being a creep and basically like Sheriff Joe Arpaio of the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've known people who've been incarcerated uh, in Bristol County, and they're not the biggest fans of him because pretty much up here up north, uh, at least Massachusetts, the only thing the sheriff does is determine what sort of living condition inmates have. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not like a sheriff <laughs> in other parts of the country where they're doing like the yeah. bulk of the police work. Sheriffs here are largely concerned with the um, criminal not criminal justice the penal just the yeah the uh, department of corrections basically. department of corrections yeah jails jails yeah, and exactly. state prisons yep prisons <clears throat> jails yep uh so it's uh it was nice to see him go he uh, famously was willing to uh i mean obviously you know, he's just bullshitting or whatever but he uh famously said that he would like to send inmates from bristol county uh down to work uh to build the wall as slave labor uh <laughs> heck yeah so, honestly you know, a noble pursuit yeah if they'd had some good new england boys down there i bet that wall would be fucking done by now yeah so i mean and and really uh seeing him you know get get ousted is sort of part of a larger trend of trump's backed candidates absolutely face planting yeah um (laughs) which is uh which is nice to see he apparently was like out of his mind livid especially mad that he had backed uh, dr oz so heavily apparently at melania's suggestion because melania loved dr oz and he fucking lost <laughs> to uh the big guy big john fetterman I know. uh who like had a fucking stroke on the day of the primary <laughs> and like you know still apparently having like some trouble speaking or whatever you know he looked yeah. really bad at the debate i watched like his little he uh where did i say probably on tiktok he did like a little like an announcement speech not even a yeah. speech just like a little quick announcement and you can tell he's definitely struggling to find words but to his credit yeah. it was still like very clearly off the cuff like he wasn't reading from a script he just like yeah. did it and it's like that rules. I mean, I've had yeah. family members who had strokes, and that's not easy. And yeah, it and certainly I mean, doesn't indicate like a lack of intelligence or ability. It's it's disfavor. It's just like a very different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a very different thing. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we have like Diane Feinstein, who's been out to lunch for like the last decade, apparently. Oh yeah, like, just like legally dead, <laughs> like like so gripped in the in the mires of a uh, dementia that she oftentimes uh, will forget literally what has just been told to her. Right. Like, just right then, and then we'll yell at her staffers for not telling her the thing that they just told her, but that she forgot about. But just keeps um, winning, like, fucking always. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, she's got the backing of the Democratic Party. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so this is, you know, part of a larger trend, which is nice to see. Uh, You know, I guess I would say that uh, if you're a big guy, big guy, you could probably do pretty well in politics, you know what I'm saying? Um, So, you know, let's you're vote for you more. You're saying you think I should try it? No, nah, you're not big enough. You're you're big, but you're like you think still... I'm not as big as John Fetterman. John Fetterman's six foot nine. Is he really? Yeah, <laughs> I have a friend who's that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, big. he's he's fucking massive, dude. Yeah, he's straight up six foot nine. I mean, for so, the listeners, I'm six four. I'm not like yeah. over here being five eleven, asking if I'm as big as John Fetterman. I'm bigger than most people. Yeah, that's but you're still the normal side of big. You yeah, know I'm. I'm, I'm uh, yes, that's yeah. actually my line, and I'm glad you internalized <laughs> that. I am on the normal yeah. side of big. Whenever people are like, "Wow, you're so big," I'm like, "I'm not that fucking big. I can still yeah. buy my shoes at the super at the supermarket at the, at the store." <laughs> at the supermarket. I can still, yeah, I have to get like two watermelons and all. No, of that's them where you buy your jeans. All right. Not <laughs> yeah, your right. At, uh, at Costco, where <laughs> those Costco jeans. Oh man, that's yeah. funny. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm stoked that John Fetterman won, though, because that was a that was a, a tight race, and it really shouldn't have been. Like, it's yeah. we're living in such a demented age where, like, 
a Dr. Oz who's just so clearly a crook and has just been a crook for his whole like yeah. public entertainment career and would just peddle like weird like amphetamine adjacent like weight loss miracle pills and all kinds yeah, of yeah, awful yeah. shit to just like ruin people's mental I mean yeah health. yeah he's 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 just a huckster. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a snake yeah. oil salesman. Yeah. And if that guy had won it would have just been such a yeah. I mean not so much of a disappointment cuz we're kind of used to that but just like a continued disappointment in a long yeah. string of disappointments. Yeah, and you know, I will say, I, I assume that anything cool about John Fetterman will be beaten out of him by the the DNC. But um, oh yeah, he's already come out and said he no longer yeah. identifies as a progressive. He's just a Democrat, and like he's he's doing what he has to do to climb the ladder. And yeah, hopefully, there's some element of, you know, whatever the <laughs> we'll change the system from within, like left in him in a year. But we all know how that yeah. goes. I we mean, all know how that happens. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you know it's what a I mean. Slow and sometimes you, not so slow death. For yeah, those I mean ideals. Yeah, I mean, uh, I uh, I donated a lot of money to Bernie in 2020. I I uh, volunteered for him, and I will say that the lasting impact of that has been that uh, all of that my number or my contact information got sold to every fucking loser Democrat. Dude, I didn't even donate more than I donated like barely anything, and I still yeah. get texts from Bernie like every fucking day. Well, dude, I got uh, uh I had two different texts from two different numbers to try to rush money to Raphael Warnock. Within like less than five minutes of each other, <laughs> on like Friday, well, the I thing was like, is "Dude, this, fuck like... off! Like, I'm not gonna no, fuck off! I'm not giving you assholes any money." Yeah, I gave money to Bernie. I'm like done with that. But like, you know, I, uh, it was funny. There were some, you know, John Fetterman is absolutely abhorred by a lot of the Democratic establishment just because he was a Bernie guy in 2016. Uh, and he also like some older tweets came out. You know, he's been elected official for a while. But where he was making fun of John Ossoff in 2017 for uh, what, like raising more money than Hillary and uh, face planting, yeah, trying to become senator in Georgia, and that's funny because John fuck John Ossoff, but um, uh, or you know, uh, <laughs> but it's just uh, you know he's still hated, even though he's like never even been a socialist, he's still hated just for choosing Bernie over Hillary, yeah, by so many of the fucking DNC sickos out there. Yep, and there are still. That's one thing I've learned just talking to people about this election. There are so many people who are, you know, I, I can't even. I honestly can't even get too deep into it because I get too frustrated. Yeah. But the the response online to this is so. I'm like glad that people feel idealistic, but it's not like this was like some landslide win. And like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is sort of quasi historic that the opposing party didn't you know, sweep the fucking midterm elections. That's almost always how it goes in this country. But yeah. still, it's like, it's just going to be an uphill slog. And if Warnock doesn't win that election, Joe Manchin is still just going to be, like, the absolute worst. Well, yeah, and it's not even just about Joe Manchin, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Joe Manchin, like, represents a particular subset of Democratic politicians. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and he just takes the hits because they know that he can take them. Yeah, like you know, yeah, what he's I mean? tough. But Say what you will about him, but he's a tough old bastard. Well, it's not even just that, but like he can also do it in terms of like you know he's not for re-election, uh, uh, you know, still for a couple more years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not even sure if he's going to run again, and so you know the the thing with him is he's just playing a part. There's probably twenty uh, or twenty five or thirty senators or fucking who knows maybe fifty who all agree with him on certain yeah. things. But the thing is, they just use him as the whipping boy. Uh, you know, and they can all kind of hide behind, oh, no, no, we actually do want to do these broadly popular things. Um, it's just that dang Joe Manchin who won't let us, but really it's that none of them want to do it, or right. that most of them don't. Um, you know, and so there's that, but 
uh, and also to what you will say, yeah, while this is like a pretty historic win, it's like the Democrats still are probably going to lose control of the House. Yep. And entirely because of New York and Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know, Andrew Cuomo laid such fucking waste to the New York Democratic Party. I mean, they just got torched there. Like, yeah. Like there was a massive red fucking surge, I guess you could even say, not even wave, in New York that yeah. just like took over so many of those uh, – um, house seats that it's basically all of the gains that the Republicans have are yeah. from New York and it's yep. from Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> and he just That's had like, to, hey. he just had to be uh what did he say? I'm an Italian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He yeah just had it's to totally those, normal to sexually harass and touch people. Italian tendencies. Yeah, dominate. he's got them Italian hands, them wandering hands. <laughs> <laughs> but uh But yeah, anyway, um, you know, I guess I just wanted to talk about that a little bit here at the start of the show, because uh, while, you know, I, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not in the Democratic Party, whatever, I do think it's very funny that a bunch of Trump back candidates just lost. Oh, yeah. And a bunch yeah. of annoying Republicans. I mean, yeah. it really seemed like neither the Democrats nor the Republicans particularly wanted to win. Neither of them really want the uh, the burden of, um, well, it's kind uh, of the amazing. burden of power. It's kind of amazing that... The Democrats did win, seeing as how it seemed like they were all so completely resigned to losing. Yeah. Until, like, the week before the race. And Honestly, then as soon nope. as there was this, like, inkling that maybe that wasn't the case, they were like, oh, yeah, oh, uh, well, mobilization on a, on a, on a wonderful scale. Uh, but it's like, no, man, the, the, the entire, like, liberal and conservative media machine were both, like, pumping this red wave bullshit so hard. Well, I think kind of, like, everybody sort of bought into, oh, uh, well, into, I guess, I don't know, until... <laughs> Maybe right here at the end, but I do. I did notice, like, in the week or two leading up, I started seeing, like, libertarian candidates mm-hmm. drop out and endorse the Republicans. And that was kind of the first thing that started to make me think, huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, oh, this, this boost. Yeah, right? Like, they're really worried about that 1, 2, 3%. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this might actually not be as big of a victory for Republicans as it looked like and yeah it looks like uh, democrats are going to retain the senate i think at this point they well, have they are yeah it's yeah just a it's a whether, whether or not warnock wins it doesn't matter they'll still have it. it it only matters insofar as that outlier vote will no longer be as viable now realistically what will happen oh. to, to your point earlier is they'll just have to be a second joe manchin you know what i mean like well there was all right there's kirsten cinema <laughs> kirsten yeah. cinema yeah so like Whatever, all this like, oh yeah, we need to win Georgia to uh, to negate Joe Manchin's like, no, I think if anything, Evans Point will just become like more noticeable and transparent that like there yeah. will always be like, when it's this close, there will always be like enough Democrats willing to hold up the process because like yeah, a lot of them don't uh, actually want that level of progressive change. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like I mean, all you have to do is look at to look at Obama's first term when right. he had sixty, we had sixty votes. Yeah. And codifying Roe versus Wade was just not something that they were concerned with. So they yeah. didn't. But they could have. They, 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 you have a filibuster proof majority there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Yeah. So I guess we just want to talk that about. But now let's. Uh, let's uh, talk about. Let's sex, bump some uglies. Baby. Let's talk <laughs> about you and me. All right. Yep. Let's. Uh, what do you say we start the show? Yep. Okay.
Sorry. All right, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so as we said at the top of the episode, uh, we received a bunch of really great emails. And um, we are going to kind of leaf through them. I think we both picked some of our favorites, and we're just going to kind of pick them, pick them out at random, and and take turns kind of reading them and and answering them. Um, yep. <clears throat> so, how do you want to decide who goes first? You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I got a good one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. You pick one, and and then we'll just we'll go from there. All right. So this is from a concerned listener. Okay. Okay. Dear Cam and Evan. My boyfriend is otherwise a great guy, but recently a behavior of his has come up that needs to be addressed, and I just don't know yet how to do it. You see, my boyfriend apparently has kept all the nudes of his exes from throughout the years, (laughs) and he still masturbates to them from time to time. He claims to not really enjoy masturbating all that much, but when he does, he foregoes watching porn in order to masturbate to pictures of his ex-girlfriends. To me, this feels so much closer to cheating than masturbating to porn does. He offered uh, this information to me on his own, and when pressed about it, he claims that he does not want to get rid of them because it would be, quote, erasing history. This is actually the same argument he has used to justify his quite literally museum-quality collection of Nazi memorabilia, including extensive pieces from the Waffen-SS, the SA, the Luftwaffe, and many, many, many issues of Der Sturmer. He says these are part of his people's history, and that really the Nazis were just looking for a home for white children and the white race. He even has gone so far as to say that actually it seems quite impossible that the Nazis would have enough resources to exterminate millions of people. Both things kind of creep me out. So, Evan, Kim, how do I get my Nazi war criminal-loving boyfriend <laughs> to stop jacking off to pictures of his high school and college girlfriends? Oh, man. <laughs> well, that's, that's, a, that's a tough one. Um... Damn, well, so I mean, I, I feel like there's maybe like a <clears throat> there's maybe like a solution to both problems here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe what we could do is you could start sort of covertly trying to turn him on to some of the more attractive Jewish women uh, out there in society today. Um, Abby Shapiro comes to mind. Uh, we could find yeah, him. Get like, those mommy milkers in front of yeah, him and like, let him see if he still thinks. Toss on that, a, one, a little Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, get some yeah. Queen Amidala. Yeah, w- uh, yeah we just got to clean Amidala. that Lenny Riefenstahl uh, uh, <laughs> vision from his eyes, you know, get get the fog out of there, yeah. Yeah, I think some, some homegrown Queen Amidala hentai. Um, yep. Anything that can sort of tangentially be traced back. I mean, if he's kinky, get a little Golda Meir in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that would be my first suggestion, would be that, you know, if you can show him... Um, Let's that- get him a... A Jewish fetish. Yeah, let's let's. Yeah, I think that if we could convert his fetishization for his exes and for Nazis into a, a new fetish, where he just fetishizes um, Jewish people, I think yeah. that's the most uh, progressive and mm-hmm. corrective measure that's possible. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I th- I think this is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So you should. Well, because let's be and- honest, you're not going to get him to stop jacking off. Yeah. I've tried so many times, and it's just literally not possible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm jacking off right now. Yeah, we almost always are off camera. Yeah, I've already pumped out three this episode. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, you are known as the one with the impressive stamina. Yeah. But when yeah, I very, do go... Very I low go... refractory period, you <laughs> when know. I, when I do go, I go big. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll not do it for days, and then... I'll wake up after, yeah. you know, some kind of strange 24-hour binge and... It's like the know. intro to Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. You know, when they strike oil. 
<laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so that's that's my advice. Uh, and I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add? Yeah, let's get this guy immediately on a. Um, well, let's get him on on a program. All right, we're gonna start start showing him the more the 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 incredibly attractive Jewish woman. You know, the Gal Gadots of the world, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Let's get him like really into. Uh, the idea of Israel, honestly, I think, I sure. think we can do that too. Um, you know, the, the IDF, they've got TikTok pages mm-hmm. with, uh, with you know, some uh, IDF shoddies, you know. You know yeah, just there's some, looking there's hot some lookers at, on there for sure. Yep. So why don't we start, start off with that? Let's get them on TikTok. Let's get them looking at the IDF. Yeah. TikToks of the uh, the attractive uh, war criminals. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, cause it seems like that he's really into that. seems like he likes the war criminal aspect. <laughs> so why don't we just, uh, yeah, why don't we just, you know, transition a little bit for sure. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I hope that that's helpful and yep. that you are able to solve this problem. We look forward to hearing back yep. from you with any progress. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, sure you want to, you want to tackle another one? Yeah, let's do one of yours. All right. Uh, oh, this is a good one. I think this one's actually specifically for you. Oh, nice. Great. Uh, hey, guys. Stoked that you're doing an, advan- an advice episode. Thanks for mm-hmm. hopefully reading this. Uh, I have a question specifically for Evan. Uh, I'm hoping that you can help me out. Okay. I'm nervous that I'm not developing as fast as I should. You know, puberty-wise. Okay. I remember in middle and high school when we would talk about our changing bodies and what to expect as we went through the transitions that were sure to come. Things like body odor, pubic hair, getting our first period, penile growth, etc., etc. And I remember feeling like I must be something of a late bloomer as the years went by and I kept noticing more and more changes in my peers, but not in myself. Okay. While they were growing taller, developing breasts and Adam's apples and deepening voices, I wasn't seeing any of that shit. There were changes all right, but they weren't anything like what we talked about in health class. For mm-hmm. starters, I never grew an inch past the age of 13. I am 4 foot and 10 inches, but my legs are like half of that. Like my legs got longer, but the rest of me just stopped growing. Huh. Also, I've noticed that my thrumble gets swollen and red whenever it rains. And the only way to get you know any what? sort of relief is thrumble. Uh, huh. And the only way to get any sort of relief is to milk it by hand, the old-fashioned way. Okay. <laughs> Everyone I've asked about this just looks horrified and runs away. Yeah, I can see why. That's uh, quite a concerning uh, set of events there. I know. You gotta, when your thrumble's like that. Yeah. All of my fingernails fell out, and I can't seem to get the grease out of my hair, no matter how much mane and tail I use. Okay. The worst part is the sweat. I sweat almost constantly. It could be the dead of winter, and I'm soaked through three shirts by noon. My shoes squelch when I walk, and I leave a slick trail behind me wherever I go. I know that you've dealt with sweating issues, so I thought maybe you'd have some insight here. Yeah. I'm now 23, with a degree in history just like you, and just landed a great job sneaking around and peering in windows in my neighborhood. And I really don't want to <laughs> lack any pubertal progress to hinder that could otherwise be, uh, to hinder what could otherwise prove to be a promising career. Uh, any and all insight would help. Sincerely, underdeveloped listener. Okay, well, all right, so... First off, first question I got is, uh, who the fuck does this little asshole think he is? Why is this addressed to me? You know, uh, you know, I'm not the tallest guy in the world, but I'm not short. No, I, I think it was just the sweating thing. I think that's what they said. I think the rest oh. of it is kind of unique. Okay, 
but maybe right, they get the it. sense that you also have some interesting I've qualities. I've gone through and... some some strange things. Yeah, you've had some strange experiences. Yeah. Well, okay, so as far as sweating's concerned, uh, it's actually very cool and so I like to sweat a lot. Um I've learned that women love it uh, when you you know you're doing some kind of uh, work outside during the summer and just like a constant stream is pouring off of the the large bridge in your nose or when you're uh, like when you're on top of them heaving and just f- like filling that you know that little cavity that forms yeah. in their neck like on the front you're just yeah. filling that with sweat yep yeah no uh, um Yes, yeah. So I found that a, a woman uh, love it actually when you just sweat all over them like a big mm. uh, freak, like hulking freak. So that's cool, and actually you should be okay with that. Now, if it comes to the height thing, you know the the, the thrumble stuff. I don't even know what a thrumble is, but um, mm. you know, uh, sucks that you have to milk it. Um, but yeah, I never heard of a thrumble either. Sounds yeah. like this person's got bigger bigger issues than uh, the sweat. Yeah, it seems like they may not be a human. Um, potentially some sort of a, a <laughs> situation going on here. Here. I, I mean knowing we, our listeners i guess that's not yeah not yeah a lot of you guys off. seems like you may live under bridges or something so i would say um you know maybe go to some sort of uh you know if there's so you know if there's an advice column for trolls i would say maybe i'll look that one up maybe you were adopted at birth you don't quite know mm. that you were uh some strange uh animal like creature or a human-like animal but not quite a human um but yeah, no, it sounds fucked up. Uh, but all I can say is, hang in there, pal. It gets better. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually not sure it will get better yeah. for them, but I think that's yeah. Exactly usually, the kind usually of it's positive. already gotten better by 23. Yeah, uh, you know. I think for this person, that, that might just I, be. Uh, I think you should consider gl- finding a nice bridge. Yeah, I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's time to. <laughs> I think it's time to consider checking out. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. Yep. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, I hope that was helpful, and I don't know why you didn't want my feedback, but yeah, I won't step on your weirdly long toes. Yeah, yeah, hobbit-like feet. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, anyway, great. Um, yeah, so it sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Um, yeah. Got nothing for you, buddy. Yeah.
so next up, we need another one, right? Okay. Alright. To Cam and Evan. My wife has been working from home since the pandemic started, and until very recently, she was friends with one of our neighbors, another woman, and the two of them would go on long walks during the day just to get out of the house, chit-chat, and get some exercise in. I, of course, was very happy that she had someone to spend time with during the day. However, this friend moved away a few months ago, and that person that moved into the place is a recently divorced man, and he is quite attractive. Mm. Well, the two of them have become as thick as thieves and spend all day together talking and going on long walks. She has even begun making extra plates of food to take them together after their walks. Both myself and my wife's boyfriend are getting concerned that she is cheating on us. (laughs) Well, Evan, what should we do? Should we confront her? We are considering potentially breaking into the guy's house and setting up some nanny cams to watch the two in the lewd act. Should we go through with this? We already have the cameras bought. What do you two think? Uh, I I I wouldn't rule out home invasion. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that would be my first move, but it's definitely good to have that in your back pocket. Yeah, yeah. Um, you should always be willing to invade the home of those who wronged <clears throat> you. Yeah, I think my first question is I would I would want to make sure that you and the boyfriend, not the <laughs> the new guy, but the existing boyfriend, are kind yeah, of on yeah. the same page with your approach. I think having a coalition like that, having a hand yeah. to hold, having a buddy on your side. Um, really improves your chances of, of finding a, an appropriate solution to this problem. The second you two split up, the more likely there is to be kind of a divide-and-conquer situation. You yeah, don't want the, the current boyfriend to realize that he can just continue being her side piece while she's with this new guy. You want to make him feel really like he needs you to make this arrangement worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. Um, that being said... Yeah, having a I, valuable lieutenant, you know, that that's a big... Yeah, yeah, a trusted, a a trusted major domo. Uh, yeah, to handle your affairs for you, sort of a Tom Hagen, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would maybe lead with. Uh, so here's what I would do before home invasion. I would maybe lead with like less sort of potentially damaging means. Um, have you considered making a fake Facebook profile pretending to be this guy, um, stalking her, commenting mean things on all of her pictures? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. You're fat. You're I fat. I hate you. Our walks are the worst. I hate going on our walks. Um, I think that would be a really good way to sort of start and sort of seed, uh, sow the seeds of distrust between the two of them. Um, And then just acting like you have no idea about it. Um, Never underestimate the power of gaslighting when dealing with uh, a romantic partner. Yes. Uh, I would say, yeah, I would say next time um, she makes some of this food, you know, uh, to take to his place, Mm -hmm. perhaps you should consider investing in some rat poison. Um, you don't even have to go just, that just crazy. Just a small amount. Just a, or you know, Sarah. You probably have Drano in your fucking house. You know, yeah. there's you know, she's bringing him a Gatorade for after the walk. Consider a little Windex. Like there, there are yeah. solutions to this problem. You don't even have to leave the paper trail of buying rat poison. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, well, also, speaking of ways to kill rats, you could lay giant man traps around with like a sure. cheeseburger or like some <laughs> uh, some truffle fries with the parmesan <laughs> and the aioli. You know how guys like yeah. those. Yeah, um, some kind of tenderloin or something. Yeah, a little Chateau Briand. Something yeah. that's really going to pique his interest. Bolognese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a nice <laughs> sloppy bowl of bolo. Um, yeah. That could do the trick. Some oysters on the half shell, uh, you know, because if yeah, he's great. getting down clams and dirty. Casino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, some freshly baked <laughs> clams casino. Perhaps a rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think – but then if all, if all else fails, I think you guys probably do need to, to, to suit up and, and break in there and, and yeah. you know, 
disappear this guy because it sounds like you've got kind of a good thing going and you yeah know, you don't well, want to let some johnny come lately uh ruin a perfectly yeah, exactly, stable right. love triangle which is yeah. the most or one of the most stable shapes that's why the yeah. pyramids are that shape you know what i mean yeah exactly and, you know, and here's the thing I, what i really want to hammer home is it sounds like you guys are are having a good time together at the least you guys mm-hmm. are good pals you work well together you've, you're planning out some uh some cool things oh i together. see where you're going with this yeah yeah, you guys, you know what? I, no matter what happens, I, I hope that you two stay together as buddies. Yeah, yeah we call that taking. That's the left on red method. That's how Evan and yeah. I met. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. Bonds, bonds forged in in Eskimo Brotherhood are yeah. are strong, bonds. are unbreakable even by you know by any uh, any sort of pressure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, this is the episode that is going to get us in trouble if there is one. <laughs> all right so well uh we appreciate that uh do you have anything yeah. else you want to add i think we kind of covered all our bases there nope uh maybe you guys yeah um yeah just uh i wish you and the boyfriend the best no matter what happens yeah, through this same and uh yeah no uh, uh go for it i say yeah i mean love is is worth it if nothing yeah. else so i hope that you're able to find a good resolution here Yep, great. Uh, let's move on down the list. Uh, oh. Let's see here. Okay. Uh, okay, here's one. Um, hi, left on red guys. There's nothing like playing a game of big sloppy mud man with the misses. <laughs> great, I'll start over. You good? Okay. There's nothing like playing a game of big sloppy mud man with the misses. I know it. You know it. It's the best. But sometimes the old ball and chain scores all the points. And I'm left counting my beans alone in the corner with hardly any mud on me at all. It wouldn't bother me so much if the reverse were ever true. But unfortunately, I just don't seem to wear a winner's short pants, as my grandfather would say. I don't mean to sound entitled or chauvinistic, but I'm wondering if you have any useful tips or tricks for me to absolutely trounce the old Hellcat the next time we play. I'm owed physical pleasure as much as the next deserving husband, and if my shrew wife can't handle being, <laughs> can't handle me being the, the sloppiest mud man once in a while, I'm just not sure things are going to work out. Help! Signed, Wannabe Mudman Sings the Blues. Okay, yeah, man. Um, well, it's been a while since I played Big Sloppy Mud Man. <laughs> not, that, not that long. What's what's that little smudge on your cheek? Oh, that that's a different game about being a muddy man. Um, the Big Sloppy Mud Man, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's rough. You know, we all we all like to get down and dirty sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, don't uh, I you know. know it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't uh, I haven't put my my mudding uh, my mudding shoes on. In mm-hmm. some time, so you oh, know, you play I, your you you play European rules, yeah, yeah, Euro rules, mud man, yeah. <laughs> Which you know, it's uh involves um actually significantly less mud than yeah. uh, the American rules version, but this type of mud is uh, certain bogs and peats are also involved. Yeah, there's like a um, there's sometimes like a volcanic ash in there. Yes, yeah, yeah, the volcanic ash, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes when you have like a like a mud off, like a sudden death mud off, you got to bring in some volcanic ash. Well, let's um, be honest, when you when you're playing sudden death, everyone loses in mud. Yeah, mind, so. yeah. Well, unless 
you're the type of fellow that likes that. Uh, added a bit of uh, yeah. drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but no, all I can say is, you know, you know, practice makes perfect. And if you wanna, if you wanna beat your wife in the mudroom, <laughs> you're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to spend some time there on the day off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're gonna have to, you know. <laughs> You're gonna have to get to mudding. Uh, uh, you know, every you know everybody can mud. Everybody can get become the big sloppy mud man when they're feeling when they're feeling dirty and gross and like a freaky nasty little man. But it's it's getting to mudding on the days when you don't want to be mudding when you don't that feel you make like the mudding. mud money. <laughs> it's mudding when you don't feel up to mudding that makes yeah, the mud man. Yeah. Sometimes it's just mudding for mudding's sake, and you know what. <laughs> I think I think you gotta uh, you just gotta you know <laughs> you gotta you gotta get back up on that horse and, and yeah, you just gotta start rolling around in the mud again you know so yeah. so pull the pool out on Sunday pull the pool out when you get out of work on Monday get it filled and get to mudding mm-hmm. get, get, you know either get busy mudding or get busy dying that's what I gotta yeah. say so. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't have said it. I literally couldn't have said it better myself. I think Evan really nailed all the key points to this one. Um, the important thing is, you know, would you really feel satisfied if your wife let you win at Big Sloppy Mud Man? Yeah. You know what I mean? I know I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, a victory earned is a, is a victory cherished. So yep. I savor, think that savor right. those victories. Practice is really the only option here. Yeah. You just, you got, yeah. if you want to beat her, you, you got to get your, your mud legs sweat. under you. Yeah. Got to get your mud legs on you, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's there's a technique. There's a, you know, it's this whole, you know, position that you have to get into. It's really a, a mud off, a big sloppy mud game with the wife is one within the first 30 seconds. Well, and that's the thing. And and you, you also certainly don't want to resort to cheating. Um, because yeah. the odds of you just getting caught brown-handed are too high. And I think that yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. it's not worth the betrayal, um, the inherent betrayal. So... Yep. All right. Good. Yeah. Well, so best anyway, of yeah. luck. I Get hope that you can. Uh, hope you can. You can beat her. Yeah. I hope you can beat your wife. At mudding. At mudding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Cool. I hope you can beat your wife at mudding. Anyway. Yep. I say that's that's the move right there. All right. Great. Yeah. Uh huh. So seductive. I take you to the candy shop. I let you lick the lollipop Go ahead girl, don't you stop Keep going till you hit the spot Whoa. I'll take you to the candy shop yeah. One more taste of what I got uh-huh. I'll have you spending all you got Come on. Keep going till you hit the spot Whoa. You can have it your way How do you want it? You gon' back that thing up or should I push up on it? Temperature rising, okay, let's go to the next level Dance floor jam-packed, hot as a tea kettle I'll break it down for you now, baby, it's simple If you be an info, I'll be an info In a hotel or in the back of the rental On the beach or in the park, it's whatever you into Got the magic stick, I'm the love doctor Hey, your fans teasing you about how I sprung, I got you Wanna show me you can work it, baby? No problem, get on top, then get to bounce around like a low rider I'm a seasoned vet when it comes to this shit After you work up a sweat, you can play with the stick I'm trying to explain, baby, the best way I can I'm melting your mouth, girl, not in your I'll hand I'll take you to the <laughs> candy shop i let you lick the lollipop Go ahead, girl, don't you stop
up. Dear Evan and Cam, I am an extensive collector of pens of all sorts. Ink and quill, ballpoint, gel, felt tip, you name it, and I have a pen of it. To me, the pen is mightier. When my father passed away, he was also a penman, he left to me an extensive collection of pens that he and his father before him had collected and cultured over the years. You see, I come from a long line of penmen dating back to the Civil War. Well, now some of these pens have been gathered from all over the world, and I come from a military family. My father was in Vietnam. My grandfather spent World War II in an allied prison camp. My great-grandfather <laughs> in World War I. <laughs> and my great-great-great-grandfather on my mother's side, Ulysses K.H. Cornwall, fought in the War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> well, you see... Some of these pens had to be smuggled out of prison camps in um, cavities within the body. Sure. In particular, this one beautiful <clears throat> pen extolling the virtues of Chiang Kai-shek and the Chinese nationalists was hidden in my father's um, anus for three years mm -hmm. while he was imprisoned by the Viet Cong. There it lived and grew into its own tale of heroism within my father's anus. This thing is massive and firm yet cushioned. Well, cut to the present day, and my wife and I have been trying to spice things up in the bedroom. I told her I was interested in anal play, and while things were getting hot and heavy, my wife grabbed the nearest thing, this massive ceremonial pen that lived within my father's anus for years, and she worked it into my own. I had no idea what it was at first, and I will say it was the greatest sexual experience of my life. However, when the deed was done and I saw what she had used, I panicked. This pen lived inside my father's anus for years, and he sacrificed greatly in order to bring it home to me, and now it was just used to bring me to orgasm within my own anus. <laughs> this feels like a betrayal, like some sick incestuous link between my father and I. <laughs> but I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> Evident Cam, what should I do here? Should I forget this all happened? Or should I lean into this beautiful and terrible moment between father and son? <laughs> all right. Um, oh, wow. That's a doozy. Um, Where to begin? Yeah, that's a tough one. God. Because, I mean, on the one hand, you know, you, you don't want... Um, I guess the first thing I'd want to know is, like, is your dad still around to talk to about this? Um, I believe it said that he passed a few years away. Oh, he did. Ago, he and did. And he bequeathed his son with this. Okay. Uh, um, this, this pen cornucopia. So we're talking about his, his memory and <laughs> soiling his memory. Um, yeah. That is... Uh, that's really tough. Um you know, as the as the sort of indulgent pleasure seeker that I am, I, I I guess I have to go with my gut here and say that you you maybe just you maybe just live with it. You maybe just because yeah. if you found you know a way to push that button um, that gets you to the big O yeah. like never before. I mean, life is short, man. Um, yep. And if and what, and if your dad's ass pen way? helps yeah. you blast ropes, yeah. I'd say go for it. Yeah, what what better way to re to uh, keep your dad in your memory than by using his uh, his ass pen, his uh, Vietnam War ass pen? I put to, it the to only place I knew <laughs> up my ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, I I I think that 
I think that you're right. Yeah. I think I think you gotta I think you gotta just embrace it. Um, yeah. What better because, way to remember your dad? To yeah. To honor his memory. In a way, he's than living to have on. Your wife pump your prostate empty with his ass pen. Yeah. In a way, he you know he lives on through your kink, and I think most yes. fathers would agree with every rope you blast. Yeah. That's it's like right. It's like you know when Simba sees Mufasa in the stars. It's like yep. that. You know, you look down and you say, <laughs> "Son." Everything the light touches <laughs> is your kingdom. Um, yeah. yeah, and I, th- I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I would say, uh, I would say, brother, keep blasting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, shoot them ropes, man. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, there's that's nothing a, wrong with it, man. It's beautiful. That's, I think that's the easiest answer that I've come to so far. Um, yeah. Some of these have been doozies, but that one really, it's sort of, I think it goes without saying. Yeah, no. Yeah, try try some of the other pens too. Let's see, you know, maybe that's just the first one, but maybe mm. I don't know. You maybe got some with some bells and whistles and doohickeys on it. Might might really take you to the promised land. Yeah, so, brother, you get get back up on you know, g- get back up on that horse. You know, get back on that magic carpet and take a magic carpet ride. You know what I'm saying, brother? Yeah. Hell yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Oh man, let us know how it goes. Yeah, seriously. I can't wait yeah. to hear some feedback from these people. Yep. Um, you ready for another one? Yeah, let's go. This one's short. This one's really short. Um, right. And it's it's in all caps, so I'm going to try to capture what I'm assuming is the... Okay. What I'm assuming the is desired the desired tone. tone. Yeah. Dear Left Unread, need fuck. Need fuck now. Give me fuck. <laughs> Give me your fuck now. <laughs> Cordially, lonely in Louisville. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay. All right, well, I've never been to Louisville. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the what the scene's like out there right now, but it sounds like it's rough. Uh, sounds like a brother in Louisville uh, is having a difficult time getting his shit sucked and fucked uh, in the city named after um, Louis the Fourteenth. So, uh, the Sun King, yeah, and, but, you know, it's, it's to the Sun King that I would like to, uh, you know, let's maybe think about things like this, right? Um, <laughs> damn, so, yeah, so he needs it now? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Okay. All right, well, brother, I think you're going to have to hit the red light district of Louisville okay. <laughs> for, for this. Uh, you know, if I was there, uh, I would wingman you. I would, I, I don't would think that's what he's looking for. Well, I can't help him with the other thing, you know. Yeah. I can't offer There's actually not a specified gender. Okay. Well, all right. So if it's a lady, uh, yeah. follow back up. I'll I'll make my way there. But uh, if you're not a lady, if you're a man, if you're of the uh, the, the manlier sex uh, that we call men, um, please. Yeah, you're gonna have to get yourself. Well, brother, you're just gonna have to uh, get your ass to somewhere that's gonna have. Sell you a lady of the night for a few hours, you know? A friend of the road, as we like to call him. Um, but yeah, man, that sounds really fucked up. Uh, I wish I could do more. Uh, Cam, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I think that... Uh, I think that I, I, I... Unlike Evan, I guess I'd be willing to help personally. You'd suck, a, uh, you'd, uh, suck and fuck a brother down? 
Well, I again, like I said, we don't really know who or what we're dealing with or here. Or it could be late, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and honestly, like, there's a couple of attractive men out there I wouldn't mind getting to know, so... Right, yeah. I think that, uh, you know, if the if the timing was right, and most importantly, if the lighting was right... Um, yep. Yeah, you know, yeah. If you turn on the lights, you pay yeah. for a flight, and I might just uh, pop out to the Midwest's capital. Wait, here's a thought. Our friend from earlier, the one having the the mud problems. Yeah. Maybe we can hook up these two. All right. So the mud man. Yeah. Yeah, I was practicing in the mud room. If things don't work out with the with the wife, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This person right here, they can get you know they can get their shit worked on. Yeah. Yeah, there's this. So that's the other thing. If anybody who's written into us hears this episode, and if people mutually express interest in being connected with one another, we can facilitate yep. that, um, but in a totally ethical and not at all fucked up way. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's an idea. We'll have to see what they what they both say, if anything. Yep. Yeah. Well, hang in there. <clears throat> um, you know, uh, you're. I'm sure you'll get your. I'm sure you get yours soon enough. Uh, yeah. And maybe. Uh, maybe with another one of our fans. Yeah. And y'all can start some kind of a left and red fan polycule. And I think that would be kind of beautiful. Yeah. Bringing, bringing people together like that. Especially if y'all got matching tattoos of our faces. Yeah. Well, that would be cool. How you like your eggs? Fried or fertilized? The way you move your hips, girl, make me hypnotized. How you like your eggs? Fried or fertilized? Fried or fertilized? Fried or fried or fertilized? Fried or fried or fertilized? Fried or fried or fertilized? The way you move your hips, girl, make me hypnotized. It was early morning, about nine o'clock. Had a freak last night, made a body rock. Feeling kind of groggy, stomach tossing, turning. She said, Was that your belly? Or were those birds chirping? I said that I was hungry. She said, Baby, me too. Why don't we go out and get us some breakfast, boo? We ain't gotta leave to get no breakfast food. Cause I'm a lady tamer and a chef too. So I began to cook, could tell I had a shook. She wasn't ready for the recipe in Hummer's book. How you like your eggs, fried or fertilized? How you like your eggs, fried or fertilized? How you like your eggs, fried or fertilized? The way you move your hips, girl, make me hypnotized. How you like your eggs, fried or fertilized? Fried or fertilized? Fried or fried or fertilized? Fried or fried or fertilized? Fried or fertilized? The way you move. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I think we only have time for what two more. Yeah, I think we've got two more here. All right. All right. Hi, Evan. Hi, Cam. First time, long time. So, my boyfriend and I generally have had a good sex life, but recently he has begun practicing ritual semen retention. Now yeah, we got a semen retention warrior on Oh, our hands. I love it. Yeah. Yep. It works. All right. Yeah. It, I, yeah keep, I, I keep it. all my semen. <clears throat> yep. Uh, now, for a while, he was just refusing to have sex with me. As he said, he could not give up his precious loads filled to the brim with masculine energy and potential. He said every time he came inside of me, it was like a part of him spilled out of his body and died within me, and that little by little his life force was being drained by having sex with me. Well, I finally convinced him to start having sex with me again, but the caveat is that he must quote-unquote immediately consume his cum after the act and quote-unquote regenerate in order to, as he calls it, regenerate his masculine potential <laughs> he curls into a ball in the dark room 
and watches movies like Predator, Lethal Weapon, Terminator, you name it. Anything from the 80s with gratuitous violence. After consuming his own load, whether it's inside of me or in a condom. Okay. I've always taken birth control, but now he usually wears a condom as it, quote, makes sure not to lose any of the precious fluid. Now, this was bad enough, but he has also actually been consuming his own urine in these last few weeks. Nice. And actually, he now occasionally mixes his cum with a glass of aged urine and chugs it down right after sex, calling them Papa's Postcodal Smoothies. Nice. <laughs> this all seems very concerning and deranged, but huh. he claims this is actually a normal thing in the manosphere. He says all of his friends are also doing it and that their girlfriends are cool with it. Yeah. So, Evan Cam, is this normal? Should I be concerned? Um... I mean, first off, uh, a big dude's rock, um, I yeah. think, is in order because... Let's hear it for the fellas. Yeah, I. so I actually am, am interested more in kind of correcting the concerns of the person writing this letter because it sounds like yeah. this guy's doing everything right. He's regenerating um, his masculine potential. Yeah, I mean, I would love to pick his brain a little bit about his uh, urine aging practices, how long, yeah. where, sunlight, no sunlight, whatever, because all these things make a big difference in the medicinal potential of the urine. But um, Also, it sounds like he's watching some cool movies. Yeah, some yeah, cool he's movies. got good taste. Uh, Lethal Weapons 1 through 4 are just perfect films. Um but yeah, I think that uh, what really needs to be addressed is is the the sort of lack of support um, that he's receiving from his significant other. I think that that's really endemic to uh, a lot of the issues that face uh, young men today. Um, and yep. I think that he's absolutely right. I think there is no better way to ensure uh, future virility, um, strength of mind, and of character uh, than the ingest- ingestion of your own load um, and the fu- uh, the full load, um, definitely. Yep. Um, don't, don't let any of the precious fluids spill. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea of mixing it with the urine. I think that that's um, something that I'm going to have to try myself. Uh, because, yeah. frankly, sometimes, you know, even those brief moments outside the body, I feel like my seed lacks the, the inherent potency that it has when it's stored safely inside me. Yeah. Um, and so being able to, to minimize the latency period between ejection and consumption um, – I think yeah. I think that it could get a little bit of a boost and maybe a preserving quality from yeah. the uh, the aged urine. Um, I'd also be interested to know if he's uh, begun sunning his butthole because that is the key to truly Fellas, you, yeah awakening the the warrior within. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. You know, back in uh, you know there were times in the past when a man's asshole was almost permanently facing the sun. Uh, <laughs> during this time, we were warriors. Yeah, uh, you know, hunting down mammoths fucking face know, down just, ass up that's the way we like we, to hunt that fellas that's the way we like to fuck right yeah that's, um, that's how you bag you a mammoth yeah yeah uh you know chasing bison till they collapsed from exhaustion and then uh as a, you know in order to thank the gods presenting them your open asshole it's like having uh, your own little solar battery attached to you yeah you yeah the, I mean? a man's battery is just stored in his anus you know, people people get upset because when I go to the beach, I duct tape my cheeks open, and and they're you know I've had so many people complain, but it's like listen, uh, you're all the, from every state, uh, every beach in the state of Massachusetts. You're all the weird ones. Yeah, uh, I'm just looking after my own well being. Yeah, is a man not entitled to look after his own? Don't ask me what's in my cup. Okay, it's nothing yeah. illegal. Lemonade. I'll tell you that. Yeah. This is booze? My, no, man, I don't drink booze. Okay, this is so my just Papa's let's movie. not even worry about it. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Well, yeah. honestly, at this point, I would say maybe just just honestly, dump, I think just he dump should her, dump dude. you. 
I yeah. think you should dump him. Yeah, just dump her, dude, because it sounds like she doesn't know the uh, the high-value man she's got. She wants to steal your seed. Why Why is she so concerned about having your semen? Isn't that That's in like, the, the Old Testament or the New Testament? Like, you just don't spill your seed upon the ground? Yeah. It's for heathens. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, if I were you, brother, I would, uh, I would ask why she's so interested in getting your precious loads. Yeah. What what does she have plans to do with it? Kind of a kind of a kind of a lot. Is she going to try to? Yeah, is she going to try to enact some strange voodoo curse upon you, Mm -hmm. Uh, or some you know I don't know some you know some kind of uh, old world hex Mm -hmm. upon you using your your precious semen? Because here's the thing, a man he needs to he needs if he's not keeping it he needs to know where it's going. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. You can't just be tossing around. You you can't just be tossing it around willy nilly. Especially, yeah. so I want to make an especial note of caution. Uh, any man that uh, makes the regular habit of washing his semen down uh, a drain in his home, uh, human fish uh, crossbreeding has become yeah. more rampant than ever. Um, and these aren't like mer people; these are like hideous, deep-dwelling uh, monstrosities that will one day rise up from the ocean. The, yeah, the only feeling the that they have. Is the hatred of those who gave them life? Yeah, they're they're you, they're, they're ill-begotten beginnings uh, yeah. at the hands of careless fathers, uh, yeah. sowing their seed wantonly. So yeah, if you do it too much, you know you're uh, you're putting yourself in harm's way. Yeah. But the rise of the fishmen, well, it's imminent. The, you'll be first. Yeah, they have an innate sense. They for have no like mothers, that. only only uh, absentee only fathers, cursed fathers. Yeah. So anyway. yeah, you got you got you got watch where the cum's going, brother. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, wow, that's tough. I hate to recommend a breakup like that, but yeah, I think there's really nothing else to be yeah, it done. It sounds like you're out in left field, bitch. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, is this the last one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, this looks like a good one. There. Uh, Dear Left Unread, long-time listener, great job on the show. I'm a huge history buff, uh, but yeah, thank you. Um, I'm a huge history buff, but also really get off on self-indulgent bits and dick jokes. Thank you again. Uh, So this has been a great find. Uh, I'm a particular fan of the Ancient Mysteries series. Way to go, Evan. Uh, Those old-timey cults, man. Some pretty fascinating stuff. Anyway, that sort of segues into the topic of my email. When I saw that you were looking for sex-slash-romance-related questions for an upcoming episode, I knew I had to reach out. My partner and I have been trying to spice things up in the bedroom. This is a bit of a theme. Uh, for a while now, if you know what I mean. It can be so tough to maintain that passion you have when you first meet, but we're both really committed to keeping things exciting and fresh. Or at least we were. To that end, we've decided to engage in some role play. We've done a lot of the classics. Teacher and student, boss and secretary, big sloppy mud man, you know, the (laughs) usual. Yeah. Then, one day after listening to your show, they're also a big fan, uh, we had an idea. Why don't we try role-playing as a mystery cult initiate and a master? Ooh. Sounded super fun. And I, I agree, actually, listener. That does sound fun. Yeah. So we went to Bed Bath & Beyond. We got some incense, some candles, and an 80-pound bronze bust of the bull god Apis. And we got down to it. It was going really well. Uh, we were both super into it, chanting and caressing one another. <laughs> when I have to admit, I may have gotten a bit carried away. I was getting really excited and maybe a bit too committed to bit to the bit, as they say. Yep. And, well, in a fit of ecstatic passion, I may have fully emasculated myself with a linoleum Jesus knife. Christ. And we get more emails like this, I'm telling you. I know. Yeah, you're not the first person who's emailed me about that. 
I know, I know. Kinky. So here I am, dick and balls, fully off, ready to receive my partner's mysteries, when they totally freak out. Now, we had both agreed that we'd be open-minded while we experimented together to avoid embarrassment or shame, and I have to admit, I felt super marginalized here. Yeah, maybe I went a bit off script, but role-playing is supposed to be whimsical and fun. And now here my partner is crying and throwing up all over the new carpet we just had installed. The next part is sort of a blur. I was losing a ton of blood. Uh, (laughs) But I know that I wasn't feeling especially supported in that moment. I ended up collapsing. And apparently my partner's ferret, Dirty Pete, managed to get a hold of my business and ran off with it. And man, that really sent my partner into hysterics. Like, hello, I told you a ferret was a bad idea. Anyway, I woke up in the hospital the next day, and everything was mostly right as rain. No harm, no foul. Uh, Luckily, they were able to reattach what was left of my manhood. And doctors assure me it will be back in something resembling working order in the next six weeks or so. But the thing is, my partner still won't talk to me. I'm feeling totally stonewalled and unsure of how to move forward after this embarrassing snafu. Frankly, yeah. I'm just not sure I want to be with someone this judgmental in the first place. Yeah. I'm just hoping to get some advice on how best to proceed. Yours truly, emasculated in East Boston. Hey, hometown boy. Nice. All right, well, first things first, brother. All right, you got to get us pictures of Dirty Pete. We like animals. Yeah. So that's the first thing. That's what you should do first. Second, well... Sounded like you were really having the time of your life there when you uh, took the uh, took the old boys uh, out for a stroll, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. When you uh, cut yourself root and stem, uh, sounded like you were really in the height of ecstasy and really, really feeling that. That sort of uh, that mystery cults, you know, sort of uh, je ne sais quoi. So I would say, uh, if I were you. Uh, while it's still not fully uh, reattached, I'd cut them bad boys off again. <laughs> maybe get some more incense going before you do it. Um, and I think maybe, honestly, maybe your partner reacted the way that they did because they didn't realize how into the whole idea you were. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they would be more understanding if you redid it. So I think that you should send them a picture. Say, I undid, you know, the, the, the damage done by the doctors. The botch job that these fucking yeah, hacks yeah, did yeah, to the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, sounds like really what you need to do is take the boys out again. You know, cut them yeah. off and throw them out the window. I think it's time um, to, to drive the old bus and two beetles over to the scrapyard, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's probably never going to work the way that they did before, uh, before the cut job. Plus, I mean, um, if you've ever seen a ferret's teeth, they've got these little needle teeth. Right? Yeah, fucking, yeah. So, yeah, honestly, um, you know, just feed the rest to Dirty Pete, you know. Let him uh, uh, mount out on that. And, um, yeah, just uh, just get that shit off again. Hmm. So, uh, and I bet you they'll come they'll come crawling back to you because, you know what, uh, we don't really have too much of these days, but I feel like a lot of people want a court eunuch. They might this, want a eunuch. This is actually um, maybe another case where we should pass this info on to the last uh the semen retention guy no because maybe that could be a solution just take it off you know leave the balls leave the balls what so the temptation is still there well you still want the masculine uh, vigor oh that's true yeah Yeah, so just take off the shaft they don't want to be fully emasculated that bears more consideration maybe maybe we should think about that before we pass that yeah so the last person cut your dick off leave the balls you'll never lose semen again uh, this guy, 
Yeah, you know what? I'm <clears> going to have to say, yeah, let Dirty Pete have his way with the rest of the shit. Get it off. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, anyway. Um, I think I think you should commit to becoming a eunuch. Uh, you can engage in, you know, uh, sort of scheming. You can do some schemes. Uh, and for whatever court you find yourself working in, um, you know, they'll, uh, they'll trust you, uh, around the, uh, the woman. Cause I know that, you know, you won't have these sort of like desires of your own to, you know, maybe bastardize, you know, to cuckold them and, and raise their bastard as their own and have them ascend the throne when it's really your kid. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll be trusted as the eunuch and, uh, and you can scheme. Scheming's fun. You can do Byzantine style scheming. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's what I would do. I would, I would cut them back off right now, like right now. I think that's great. I think that's great advice. Yep, I, I agree with Evan. I think I think it's time to undo what the, the these evil doctors have done. Yeah. You can reconnect with Apis. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's and the plus, last. Kyle of, uh, probably loves you now. So. Yeah. Yep. You finally yep. earned that that love that you've been craving for so long. Yep. Um, right. That's I think the last of our emails that we selected. Uh, the rest yep. were a little too weird. Um, we wanted to try yeah, to keep these are the serious. most normal left on red fans. Yeah, we tried to keep this episode kind of more frank and serious. Um, yeah. And some of the ones we got were actually like a little goofy, and I wonder if they weren't made up. So in the future, when we do things like that, this we would appreciate if you, uh, you know, only sent in true testimonials. We're not necessarily looking for gags, or um, we'll handle the, the the writing here. You know, what we I mean, we'll tell the jokes. Theory. We'll tell the yeah. jokes around here, guys. None we'll of this. So uh, that you don't have to. Exactly. Say, spare yourself the embarrassment of uh, coming up with something so fucking stupid, and then expecting yeah. us to read it on air like like this yeah. is some kind of joke. Like, like we like your piss and come together. And yeah, it. I mean that's normal. That's that's, that's, that's some real, real heartfelt shit from yeah. someone who needed our help, yeah. and you only debase yourself and them uh, by writing in with thank uh, God with cheap gags. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gods, yeah, gods, yeah. Um. I think that's it. I think that's the show. Uh, yep. Thank you guys for sticking around for 69 whole episodes. Uh, and uh, Yeah, and uh, we're very excited for you guys to hear the 70th. Yeah, episode which, 70, which is going to drop on 11-22. Yeah. Hint, hint, which hint. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, which we've actually already recorded. We're doing kind of like a weird little switch yeah. thing. Yeah, so we're talking felt about kind it. of weird to record this many times in just like four days. It did, but this was, this did, was yeah. you know, we didn't have to really do any work for this one. They yeah. did all the writing for us, so yeah, you guys did it for us, and we just uh, giving you good advice. Just read, read Left them, and read and gave advice. honest, good advice, which yeah. is what we're known for. Yep. Um, as always, word of mouth is our is our bread and butter. Um, yep. I mean, I, frankly, so is bread and butter. That's so our piss you, and cum. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that is our piss and cum. Um, yeah. so please continue to share uh, and whatever version of like and subscribe and review and rate and share and whatever. Um, we have a really fun, really serious one coming up uh, next week. Well, more serious and more researched than this. We subjected mm -hmm. ourselves to some real rigorous uh, mental torture for that one. So, yeah. Um, and is there anything you wanted to add? Uh, no, no, um, you know, we've got some stuff lined up to uh, close out the year. As we said, we'll, we'll have a couple guests next week. Uh, we got another guest lined up uh, for December. Um, and I am going to finally finish my Julius Caesar two-parter. That you started a year ago. That I started a year ago. That'll be done. That was January. <laughs> I know. Evan, Evan uh, 
I think unfairly, has demanded that I tie up all loose ends and that I finish the projects I start for this show. Um, I personally find that to be a bit much, but um, you know, I think any any beautiful bird such as myself should be allowed to kind of fly where it pleases. But yeah, you know, whatever. Agree to disagree. Um, as a, as a show of faith and love and support for my favorite person in the world, I will I will oblige. So that will that will happen. Yeah. Um, and without further ado, we will see you next week. Well, actually, that's quite a bit of a do. With a with a with a substantial degree of a do. Yeah. <laughs> we bid you a do.
can make it just if I yeah. Call, call me so, so I can get it just if I yeah. Call, call me so I can make it just if I Get it juicy for ya. Shout it on that lit 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 lit. Let me ride till I'm falling. 